Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Brandon Jacoby, who's the founder of Bulletin. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me on. It's going pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty pretty well. It's, it's a, it was a crazy week, lots of highs, lots of lows, just like any week in entrepreneurship. But we're ending it with a conversation with you, which is super exciting. For people that haven't heard of Bulletin, they don't know what you're working on yet. Can you kind of share what you're working on and what Bulletin is? Yeah, so... The super short version is that Bulletin is a super high quality local news newsletter. So it started around a couple of months ago. Um, you know, when it was kind of one of those connect the dots moments where it kind of was had a lot of overlap with some stuff that I've been thinking about for a few years, actually. Um, but it really just came down to the fact that I realized that, you know, there's nothing out in the market currently that's really focused on creating high quality journalism at the local level. So let's kind of talk about um, kind of how this works. So how do you know, you know, which um, kind of geographies to start in? What types of news do you cover? Just to dive a little deeper, I'd love to learn more about just like how it works and different kind of different ways in which people click into it. Yeah, totally. Um, so in terms of what geographies we're starting in, um, we actually have a landing page out now. Um, where potential subscribers can pre-subscribe to a newsletter for their local area 
And we're actually using that as a pretty strong signal into what geographies to start in. And we have our own um, theories and hypotheses that um, you know, we believe would be the best cities to start in and the best areas to start in, as well as doing a lot of user research or potential user research um, and really kind of just finding which areas would stick. Um, the thing is about local news is if you take the bigger cities in the US at least, like you know, New York, San Francisco, LA, those cities oftentimes get talked about at a national or sometimes even a global level in terms of news and journalism. So at the moment, we're taking a look at cities that you know, are a bit smaller, maybe not totally the you know, small suburbs in the middle of the country, um, at least for now. So we're kind of looking at you know, the mid-sized cities, kind of like the Austins of the world or the Salt Lake cities or the Denvers right now. Uh, but the way it would work is you would subscribe to a newsletter for your area or if you wanted to for an area um, that's not where you live. Um, I actually think that's a pretty strong use case for the world today, especially because you know, a lot of people are moving around as well as wanting to make sure that the places that their families and friends are living, um, they can be informed about. So I actually think there's a pretty strong use case about you know, subscribing to multiple locations. Um, you know, but the primary use case here, you subscribe to your city. And one of the key pillars of Bulletin is the feeling of community. And the feeling that we're going after is beyond just subscribing to a newsletter, but you should actually feel like as a subscriber, you're subscribing to the city that you live in. So once you do that, you can expect a recurring newsletter in your inbox that is basically there just to give you the information that you need in order to be informed of the place that you live. So you know, that can have a pretty broad set of information ranging from you know, a breaking news event of you know, something politically all the way down to you know, the hottest new restaurant or bar opening. So we really want it to kind of have um, you know, a pretty broad set, but, you know, just giving people the information that they need to be informed. Cause I think that's the most important thing, especially on a local level is just being informed about your community and, you know, in terms of who will be writing for the platform on top of, you know, being informed about your local community, we want that information to come from people that you recognize in your community. So, you know, there's not going to be a reporter from a different city reporting on your city. It's always going to come from people kind of embedded within that community because that's my personal belief. Um, and this is kind of being back right now through some user research is that the people who users will trust the most to give them their news and inform them will be the people that they can recognize just like they would a neighbor. I'd love to kind of get into a little bit of why you decided to start this um, and just kind of the origin story for, for Bulletin. Um, you know, this is such a big problem in the world right now, like local news, you know, lots of opportunity here. Why did you decide to start this? Yeah, so as I mentioned before, there were a few moments that I can kind of look back to ever since I was a pre at a pretty young age that kind of led up to this moment. And it's pretty funny because I think I've tried to tackle this idea in a few different ways, kind of inadvertently. Um, but I've always been really passionate just about local communities. I think that, you know, communities at an abstract level are really integral to any, to society. So I think, you know, building communities at a local level centered around news, um, just has the opportunity to really bring people together. Cause I think, 
you know, what the world needs the most today, in my opinion, is unity and the sense of belonging and the sense of having each other's back. So I think if we can do that through the form of news and journalism, I would view that as a huge success. Um, so I've always been interested in kind of just this local community concept. I remember I worked on a little side project when I was first getting started in design and tech with a few others. Um, this is probably back in 2013 or 2014. We built a product that was basically uh, pretty similar to Yik Yak, if you remember that. So it was basically just like a local message board where you can post something text only, it would show up in the feed of everyone else in your area. And then you can super simply just upvote it or downvote it. And that was actually really cool because it was just a side project at the time, but it actually gained some traction. And I believe it, you know, it was probably a little bit too early for its time, but it was pretty cool back then just, you know, building a product in, you know, my childhood bedroom and actually seeing it take off. But I think there was actually something that stuck with me there, which was just like the power of a local social product. Um, and then later on, a few years later, while I was in college, I did a project for one of my courses, which was centered around just informing people about what's going on, the, what's going on around them, not from a news perspective, but more of like a, events. So you can see like concerts and restaurant deals and things like that happening nearby. And that was kind of another form of the same concept of, you know, just informing people about things nearby. And I kind of, you know, shelved those both ideas, both of those ideas for a while and kind of, you know, put my head down and it continued on in my career. And then around, you know, the beginning of the summer, I quit my job. I was at Cash Up for three years and I quit my job and, you know, wasn't planning on jumping into Bulletin right away. That wasn't even why, you know, I had quit Cash Up. But it was one of those things where I had some free time on my hands. I was just kind of looking through some old lists and idea journals that I had and was really kind of just struck by the concept of local news again and realized that, you know, in today's world, I think that local news is becoming more and more relevant and there's more, there's a more and more of a need for it right now. Um, and I started doing some research just to kind of validate some of these assumptions. And what I found that was really interesting is that a majority of news consumption and local news consumption comes from two sources mainly for people um, historically, which is local newspapers being delivered in the driveways and cable television. And unfortunately, both for these businesses and for, I think, you know, people in these communities, both of those industries are rapidly declining and rapidly dying um, nearly by the day. So I think what's happening is those people that were consuming the local news from those sources are then turning to, you know, the, the global news and the national news um, side of things. So local news is kind of just becoming this, you know, lost thing within people's lives. And I actually think it's a really important part of living in a society. How do you think about this? Um, it's kind of like an off the script question, but I'm curious, like you were starting this in the realm of like a boom of creators creator tools newsletter tools things like that i'm curious like you don't have to share your whole stack if you don't want to but like how are you thinking about literally just like picking tools to run this are you doing it all custom are you going off the shelf sub stack like with all these available options how do you think about knowing what to use to get this thing off the ground yeah that's a great question so it's still a bit um in the works Right now, we're trying to find a balance between building products that, or I guess I should say use products that work the best for our needs, 
and also you know building as fast as possible so we can get something to market so we can start testing and learning so I think long-term, I would love to build out some custom solutions if need be, but right now there's some tools that are you know, fitting all of our needs. So we've explored using Substack, um, but right now we're looking at just general, um, some newsletter tools, just like MailChimp and the likes of those. Um, but in the future, we wanna build a lot more, especially around the community and social piece. And that's where we're really looking at building out our own stack. Um, and we have, even have some you know, longer term visions and ideas for some consumer products that can be built on top of this community. And that will of course be, you know, fully custom on a mobile app and something like that. Got it. Yeah. There are, there are tons of tools out there. My, uh, the one that I've recently have liked a lot that I think is like on the rise. it's already pretty big, but on the rise. Um, and I would suggest you use, if you want is convert kit, convert kit, like is like, I, they're just like super good doubling down on this like creator like stuff, you know, trying to um, build a for like that kind of persona. So I think they're pretty interesting. I thought for you, like, how do you um, kind of going away from the tools, like a couple more questions here. Like, how do you, um, like, this is a thing where I know local news, at least in our world, the like tech world, startup world, people like get excited by this. People have been talking about, you know, like uh, pretty much what, what you're building for a while this needing to exist i have to i have to imagine you're getting pulled in some different directions like oh report on this or do this or can you do this how do you know what to listen to what feedback and advice to listen to versus knowing when to go with your gut um and just like kind of kind of ignoring the market and doing what you think is right how do you how have you struck in that balance or how do you like kind of think through striking the balance yeah, so I think this goes, goes back to my point of letting the writers and the editors and the researchers in each community being a part of that community. What's nice about that approach is that it kind of lets us as like Bulletin, the company, get out of the way in terms of directing what type of content people need and really letting the writers in each local area speak for themselves and speak for their communities on what needs to get reported on. And I also, you know, really as another kind of core pillar, want to let the writers build their own brands utilizing bulletin so if someone is extremely passionate about writing about you know the hottest new restaurant or bar openings i would love for them to pursue that fully and that would become a really strong voice on bulletin so you know the short answer to your question i think i really just want to rely on the writers kind of figuring out what their own beat is and really driving that as much as possible and then using bulletin to amplify that voice as much as possible because i think what's really great about the world is that every single person has a really unique story to tell and a really unique lens they use to look at the world through and i would love for the purpose of bulletin to be just a amplifier to those unique voices and if you were to look at it you know, you, you, you execute on this, it's happening, it grows, it's giant, you know, five, 10 years from now, what does it look like in five or 10 years? I guess, in other words, what's the big vision uh, for Bulletin and kind of what direction are you rowing in every day? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm a really big fan of starting with a vision and working backwards from there. So, you know, it's much easier for me to answer these vision questions than it is to answer something like what tech stack we're using. Um, so for me, the big vision is for Bulletin to become the single source of truth for someone to subscribe to a city. And we're starting with local news because I think that's a really strong uh, unifier that people can attach onto and latch onto within a single community. But I would love to 
have Bulletin be the place where people go to feel connected to their area. And I think that comes with a lot of things, not just, you know, person to person communication, but also I think, you know, local politics is a really interesting space right now, especially because it's something that, you know, not a lot of people are informed of. People are, you know, closely watching national politics and don't really recognize or realize how much local politics actually affect them. And I think there's a lot of stuff we could do in the future to not only help inform people about local politics, but also make Bulletin kind of an integral part of the local politics um, process. And to make, the, to make it happen, uh, you know, because that's obviously huge, right? Like, the, you know, a lot needs to get done and you'll need some help. You know, every founder needs help along the way. Luckily, we have all we have different personas listening to the podcast. And know the next question, the question is, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you looking for investors, looking for employees, looking for readers, writers? How can the forward thinking founders community assist? Totally. Yeah. So I think finding the right writers and editors and researchers for each local area is the biggest need right now. There's actually been a ton of great interest for on the demand side for potential subscribers. And I've been personally very humbled and blown away by the support that's gotten. Um, but on the writer side, that's an area that we're still looking to, um, you know, find a little bit more help. And I would, you know, encourage any listener, if you are just passionate about your local area, it doesn't even have to be from a journalism perspective. It can be, you know, like I said many times before, if you just are really passionate about new restaurants opening up or telling the stories of local business owners or, you know, sharing the opinions of people in your community, I would encourage you to reach out because that's definitely a big need right now. And if someone wanted to learn more, you know, get involved, help out. How, how can they find you? Or they want to be a reader. How, how can they find you online? Can they, um, what, what's the URL? Are you on Twitter, LinkedIn? Can they email you? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, so our website would be the best place for that. And it's bulletinnews.co. So I would encourage you to check out the website. And from there, you can subscribe to a location as, or pre-subscribe to a location as a reader. And also there's a link on there to get in touch if you're interested in writing for an area. And then we're also on Twitter at bulletin underscore HQ. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck with Bulletin. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um, we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of vcs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists this is where to do it these are monthly pitch battles so if you don't get in the first time try again right the goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually 
One, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs. Two, raise capital. Three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.